pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. From the QC Kinetic Studio. One team, one mission. KZDC, San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN, AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Michael Jimenez, halftime. Yes, sir. It's halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250. We're now on 103.3 FM and on the go at com. My name is Michael Jimenez. I'll be your host from noon to two here at halftime. We talk sports, pop culture, and nostalgia. You know, Tuesdays with Teague was fun. But on Wednesdays, I get to play with Rudy J. What's going on, my man? My guy, my guy, my guy. What's good, baby? You good? Oh, dude, I'm doing fantastic. And if you're watching on Facebook Live or on YouTube Live right now, search San Antonio Sports Star, like, and subscribe. You see that it says under me, under my face, come out <laughs> to play. Because it's movie review day at 1.30. The Warriors watched it for the first time last night with my wife. The review is in. Already people are reaching out to me on Twitter. People sending me text messages saying, you better give this a good review. Why do you always get threats? I don't know. Like, why does my opinion matter? But it stirs people up. And I give, understand. That's the best place to be. Understand. And in this business, if they're indifferent for you, you're dead. Exactly. If they hate you, you're you're, you're golden. Everybody hates Skip Bayless, right? But he's the richest... (laughs) He's the richest guy on television because they hate him. Like, if but that's the worst place to be. Rudy should be wearing a cowboy hat with a bear jersey. Oh, yeah, you know what? So I, I heard, I heard y'all came at me yesterday about me being a dual fan. Look, let me clear the air for the for the half timers. What up, Edwin? Edwin, I want to say we change your name to Hefner for radio purposes. You're gonna be Edwin Hefner There's from a, now on, bro. The, the half. Well, you know what? The Hef is taking a beating right now. Let's let that cool over. There were some things going on at the mansion <laughs> that, we, that we're not too proud of. But look, yes, by blood, I cannot go inside my mother's house. I cannot eat my mother's food if I do not root for the Cowboys. I am a Bears fan. If the Bears and Cowboys playing, I'm pulling for the Bears. But by blood right so I can stay in my family. We're going to dive really deep into I this. I have to pull for the Cowboys when they're not playing the Bears. So I, when I won't. I won't apologize for that. Like, that's blood. Like, it's serious. My mom doesn't watch football. She only watches the Cowboys. My uncles, my cousins. So what you're saying is watching the Cowboys is not watching football. Got it. You heard no, that You heard it. that from you know Rudy J. First year on you halftime. I we're going to we're gonna dive in deep about this at okay. 1245. Hey, at, at 1230, what happened to the Spurs, man? I turned that game off at the end of the third quarter because I was wanting to watch the UT Texas Tech basketball game. Mm-hmm. And then I get a text message from Pledge saying, can't believe the Spurs lost. This is incredible. Team Tank. Yeah, Pledge is having, you know, he was talking crazy on Twitter last night. You know, he's having he's way too much fun with this Tank thing. But mm-hmm. when the, the Pistons lost, 
this one and the Rockets loss stand out. This one a little bit more, but the thing about it is like, yeah, we call those guys G leaguers, but when you really look at them top to bottom, what they had out there on the floor, Jordan Poole is just as good as DeJounte Murray. Jordan Poole's probably going to be the most improved player. Right or wrong? Could be. DeJounte's also up there as well, according, okay. to, according to Vegas odds. But the thing is, is that the Spurs were full strength, man. You know, But what is full for, strength? Well, what does it mean for the Spurs to be full strength? Well, they had all their starters. No, I know, but what does that mean? Well, what that means it's is... Not like the, it's not like when you say the Nets are full strength. They be, they, you know they went into Golden State and right. beat Golden State in December with Steph Curry playing. And Draymond. Clay and, wasn't there yet. And and Clay Thompson wasn't there yesterday. Uh, Draymond was not playing. You know those are the toughest games to win. Wiggins didn't play. It was a bad... I mean, this is a bad performance. We'll get into that at 1230. Okay. Uh, again, the movie review at 130. The Warriors... Man, you know, people are either going to love me or hate me for it, but it just is what it is. But welcome back to Halftime. Again, this show is produced by Edwin Hafner. Rudy J is on Twitter at Rudy J underscore star. I'm at Mike ESPN SA. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. Also, the Kielbasa Bacon phone lines are open at 656 ESPN. If you want to talk about any of these topics, again, the Kielbasa Bacon phone lines, 656 ESPN. Here's the thing, man. We got to get into those bombshell allegations made by Brian Flores. Mm, that sure. has to lead the show. Yeah, Rudy, I gotta tell you, man. What's up? When I heard the allegations, my blood boiled. I, I why wow, you weren't shocked, were you? I wasn't. You, knew, you already knew this. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things where it's kind of like you know, you if you kind of feel like your girl is is seeing somebody else, Whoa. and you kind of know it. Yeah, but then to actually see it. Mm-hmm. Two different things, you know, yeah. and it's one of those things where you knew that this cheating was going on in the NFL. Right. You knew that something shady was going on. So for those of you who don't know, you know, Brian Flores, uh, he was a former head coach of the Miami Dolphins. And, you know, the Dolphins turned that season around this year, won seven games in a row, winning record. I mean, almost made the playoffs. And he got axed immediately after the season ended. People are like, why is Brian Flores getting fired? Obviously, he's going to be a top contender someplace else. And he had done some interviews out and about with the Broncos and with the Giants. And then last night or yesterday afternoon, these allegations where he is filing a lawsuit Mm -hmm. against the NFL, the New York Giants, the Miami Dolphins, and the Denver Broncos for racial discrimination, saying that the interview process, the Rooney Rule, which basically mandates that these teams have to interview a minority candidate for a head coaching position, that all of that is just a sham. And again, I was not surprised by that. Yeah, you shouldn't be. But what were but you wh- thinking when, when it all came down? Um, Not surprised. Like, again, to me, it's just he's uh, he's leading the charge on like trying to really, really fix it. But to me, the more of the uh, – the biggest part of the story to me is the 100000 for each loss. Yeah. That was allegedly – I think it's – important that we use a legend i think right now everybody's just (laughs) because we're so upset because we know this has been going on where everybody's like stephen ross is a pig we don't know we don't know if it's true and there's so so it's it's important to stress allegedly he was offered a hundred thousand per loss now the thing about that that nobody said which is which rubs me the wrong way even more like if it is true if it is true that he did that then you basically hired a black man to come in and fail 
Yeah, that's a very good saying? way to put it. You see what I'm saying? Like, it was like one of those things where it's like, okay, not only am I, like, one, you were never the real candidate. I'm only bringing you in to get Tua. I'm only bringing you in to get Tua, and I'll give you 100000 each loss, and I'll fire you in two years. Now, what, now, there's two things to that. One, now it makes it harder for another black man to get a job because, and let's say he rolled with it. Now it makes it harder for the next black guy to get a job. It's like, look, they hired Brian Flores, and he failed colossally. You know what I mean? And then now two, it's like, dude, really? You want me to you want me to jeopardize like that's that's like fixing games pretty much. It's fixing the race. Yeah. It, it, it's so, so disturbing because right. you know, I grew up in the era, my my Houston Oilers, my favorite team of all time was is not the Saints. It's not the Spurs. My favorite team of all time will always be the Houston Oilers. And Warren I didn't Moon know that. Warren Moon. Wait, so you like, love two teams? Well then and you they, and Carolina they, they, are talking about they no me? longer exist. They're the Titans. You can't do that. Oh, we at 1245, we will talk about if your team leaves you. Yeah, but, but back do you to Brian Flores. Okay, so but but going back to this, going back to this, Warren Moon was playing in the CFL for so long because why? We can't have right. any blacks be quarterback. Right. That would I be told, insane. I told, Rob, I told Rob that this morning. That would be insane. You know, and but but we show that, you know, he comes out there and all of a sudden it was like, oh my goodness. We never knew that mm-hmm. that blacks could play quarterback, right. could be leaders of the team. Right. And it was just so, it's so frustrating because, you know, they're being hired now. It's like, oh, you should be happy that you got hired, but you're being hired to fail. Yeah, see, that's not cool. And that, and then it makes the rest of the league say, man. We, it's we, all, we, and it's just like, and the thing we're not even talking about it with, is it Cully? Oh, oh, the uh, Texans? Yes. What do you think that was? He wasn't brought in. He wasn't brought in as a fix. He was brought in as they knew it was going to be a one-year deal. So what do you do? Who do you hire when you know you're when you know you're just hiring him to fire them? You hire your buddy. No, you hire the black guy. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm saying afterwards they you hire, hire the, the buddy. Black, you hire the black guy, and then it just goes on. And then it's like, yep. See, look at Cully. He mm-hmm. sucked. Look at Brian Flores. He sucked. Well, today, you know, we have another former Cleveland Browns. Uh, head coach Hugh Jackson was it Hugh Brown? Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. He, he's he's tweeted like, "Hey, I got his back," and I I went through the same thing with the Browns. Yeah, he was saying that he too was incentivized, or not incentivized, but he was basically accusing the former owner of the Browns or the current owner of the Browns rather that he's saying that he was happy when there were losses happening. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a weird thing because again, you don't want to hear this, even though you have an, an idea that it's going on. Right. You don't want to hear this, but man. Interview circuit. We're talking. Brian Flores is now on the interview circuit. He was on Get he Up earlier. This, not, oh, you're talking about that type of interview. Yeah, yeah, I was about to yeah. Say, he ain't we'll, on the head coach circuit. We'll talk no about. That. Right. I, I want to get into that, but he was on Get Up with Mike Greenberg earlier this morning, talking about well, if this is a big old sham, why did he go through the song and, and, and dance of going through the interview process with other teams? And, and so, coach, I'm sure there are many watching who will wonder why did you go on the interview at all? If you felt it was a sham, as you mm-hmm. as you suggest in the lawsuit, why did you go? Um, because I believe that, you know, innately people are good and are going to do the right thing. Um, and there's no way to allow them the opportunity to do the right thing or do, uh, um, or at least make it a fair situation unless, um, I went there and showed them that I am qualified. I am, uh, a leader of men that I, I am, um, passionate about coaching and building relationships and, um, I'm gifted to coach. I mean, that's, I, I am, I know that. And, uh, um, I wanted to show them that 
Um, and I think they saw that in the interview. That's former Dolphins coach Brian Flores. Again, he's filed a lawsuit against the NFL, the New York Giants, Miami Dolphins, and Denver Broncos for racial discrimination. And all of this stemmed from what? A text what? message sent to the wrong person. Dude. Allegedly. See, and I told Rob this morning, I was like, what if Bill just wanted to give his guy the heads up? Like, yo, you're going through a, a crock of BS. But then I read it when they put it on the TV screen. I was yeah. like, nah, it, he legit just messed up. So New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, had, yeah, the hoodie, the Tell, hoodie. Give the background. You yeah, yeah, Bill Belichick, coach of the New England Patriots, future Hall of Famer, sent out a text message congratulating Brian Dayball, not Brian Flores, Brian Dayball, for being hired as the Giants head coach. Now, Dayball was the offensive coordinator from the Buffalo Bills, and uh, the, the text basically says, hey, I'm hearing from the Giants and from the Bills that you're the, that you're the guy congratulations on becoming head coach meantime brian brian flores had yet to be interviewed and was scheduled to be interviewed and is going through this process so again he's like uh, what do you mean he's like i don't interview till thursday yeah dude so you you mean now mike see this is where i i'm like i don't know where how to feel because it's like if that was always their guy and there's no Rooney rule, then they don't even have to take Brian Flores through that nonsense. Mm -hmm. You know, like if De if Debo's just your guy, that's your guy. And I told um, I told Rob this morning, the Bears hired Pace, young black GM. He didn't hire a black coach. He's not the owner. He's not the owner, but you're in hire the you're in charge of the hiring process. So uh, what I'm saying I said all that to say this, like you know, we say yes. Does there need to be more black executives? Black GMs, black head coaches, yes. But I think the the thought process of a lot of media members is, well, if you hire more black GMs, then they would be more willing to hire black coaches. We just got we got one this year and he went he he went with the white coach. Mm -hmm. The Vikings hired a a black GM. I'm gonna wait to see who he hires. Right now he's chasing Jim Harbaugh down. So I'll wait to see who he hires. Is he gonna bring in this black GM for the Vikings? Is he gonna bring in a black coach? So is that the fix? Now, I don't know what the fix is. That's why I'm kind of confused as to where to go with all this because I don't know how to fix it. Now, Brian Flores is from backgrounds from Honduras, right? So this is kind Ooh. of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of uh, Latin, minority, yeah, whatever. There's a, a lot of a lot of that going on in there. So kind of wanted to point that out. You know, speaking of Flores, is by the way, Tom Flores, who was a head coach for the Raiders, led them to back-to-back -back Super Bowl victories. He had to wait like 30 years to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. There's something going on here, and beyond all of that, the idea that you're being incentivized to lose. And Brian Flores was talking on CBS News this morning, making the rounds. I can't believe he was doing this already. Making the rounds, talking about being incentivized to lose. But I want to talk how about do we the really, How do we get it to the point where um, we aren't just you make getting claims that you were offered $100,000 but we're securing the job game because this team we were lose. the best. Okay, so basically, sorry, a yeah, yeah. little bit of a technical difficulty there. He's basically talking about the fact that uh, he was incentivized $100,000 to lose games because the Dolphins owner wanted to lose in order to tank. Now, the Dolphins, remember back mm -hmm. in the day talking about tanking for Tua? Mm -hmm. And instead, what did he do? He won games. And, and because I he won games, he says, the reason why I was fired was because I won, was because I didn't lose like they wanted me to. Well, he said in that piece that 
when he kind of went on a streak, the GM came down and told him, Ross is upset because that you keep winning. Now, I don't know if the GM knew what that on the yacht that Ross had allegedly offered him a hundred grand per loss, but GM comes down and lets him know. So again, so the tank for Tua, like while it seemed like a little running joke, mm-hmm. according to Flores, it was real. I, I'm thinking back to, and Ma- now they don't even like him. I know <laughs> they don't even want him. Man, there's so many people all over my Twitter page yesterday, my feed, basically saying this isn't that big of a deal. And I responded back with what Marcus Spears said, former Cowboy player, former LSU player. He was on ESPN yesterday, and he said. If you don't think that racism is an issue in the NFL, then the Rooney Rule would never have existed in the first place. And I thought that right there is game, Big set, facts. match. Big facts. But man, we need to talk about how this affects the draft because tanking for two, the way the NFL works, if you have the worst record in the NFL, you are the number one pick in the draft the following spring. Okay? There's no lottery in the NFL. It goes from worst to first when it comes to draft order. So how do you fix that? So because of that, how you, got, you, you just got guys that are just going straight for the worst record. So what is your take on how to fix that? The NBA solved it all. You need to have a lottery. You need to have a lottery because right now I'm taking a but look. But I mean, even in the NBA, even though they have a lottery, MJ, they still they still try and tank. You can tank. you get more ball. More ping pong I mean, balls, more, more ping combinations. Ping right. So the thing about that, though, is if the Spurs lost every game, Okay. And, and I, I've been a fan of Team Tank. I want the Spurs no, to know, get a good I draft know, pick, I right? I don't want them to lose on purpose. I just don't get mad if they lose, okay? I got you. But my deal with that is the Spurs could lose every game, go 0-82, and still only have a 14% chance of getting the number one pick. That's the way the draft works. You can lose every game and only have a 52% chance in the NBA of being in the top four because it is a lottery. And it used to be back in the day where it was like worst record, and then it became the lottery was, was instituted. Tanking, yeah. yeah, so but now the NFL, I think, now needs to go and do that because there shouldn't be an incentive to lose. There should be an incentive to win. And if you give all the non-playoff teams a chance of getting the number one spot, I think the competitive balance is better that way. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's still, again, you'll still have teams tanking to get more lottery balls, but, I mean, it won't just be as blatant. won't be as blatant. But then, I mean, you have teams like, look at Jacksonville the last game of the season, look at Detroit the last game of the season. I mean, they both won. We have that sound from Brian okay. Flores on CBS News uh, talking about being incentivized to lose. Let's talk about the Miami Dolphins for a second. Um, you make claims that you were offered $100,000 for each game this team lose subsequently uh, to get a better draft pick. Um, Kind of speak on that, because you don't hear about that going on behind closed doors. I'm a former player. I know you as a coach. Mm -hmm. You want to win. I walk in that locker room. I want to win. I don't hear people from the front office and above making those type of decisions that can change the outcome of your coaching career. Mm. Uh, Yeah, uh, look, this game's done a lot for me. Um, I grew up not far from here in the projects in, in, in Brownsville, Brooklyn. Um, I didn't grow up with a lot. And this game, you know, changed my life. Uh, so to attack the integrity of the game, that's, that's what I felt was happening in that instance. And um, I wouldn't stand for it. And that was Dolphins owner Stephen Ross. Yes. Yes. So. And you think it hurt your I, career? I think, it, I think it hurt my standing with, with, within the organization. 
um, and ultimately was the reason why I was let go. Dude's going to be the Colin Kaepernick of coaches. You know, Rob and I had debated that earlier this morning, and Rob thinks he still may have an opportunity to get a job. I don't, but then again, you know, if you are trying to, the thing we have noticed with the NFL, when they're in a PR situation, they will do what they have to do to come out of the PR situation. The thing about it with Kaepernick, more than half the country agreed with them. And I think more than half the country agrees with Brian Flores when it comes to this. They know that this is wrong. It's all about equal opportunity, and he's not getting an equal opportunity out there. And before the the coaching carousel got going this offseason, there was nine positions available. Right. And I was thinking to myself, there's no way in the world that Eric Bieniemy, offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, no way in the world he can't get a gig. He was passed over last year and the year before that. It looks and, like and, this year. I don't even think I've heard him being interviewed, I don't think. And the thing is, is that why is he being passed over repeatedly? I don't get I've that. heard a thousand excuses. I've heard his um his, his oh, former rap sheet from when he was in college. Um doesn't interview well. I've heard a thousand excuses. Yeah, the, the the doesn't interview well is the one I hear all the time. To right. me, that's a dog whistle. That right there is just complete <laughs> a red BS, flag. man. That is it's a red flag. It completely is. Now the rap yeah. sheet's interesting because I was taking a look at that. Someone brought that up to me yesterday. And I was taking a look at it. Uh, you know, Eric Bieniemy, who offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, would probably be a head coach in any other scenario out there. Well, man, he, ple- he pleaded no contest to disorderly conduct and fighting in public. Okay, back in the day, he had his license suspended, was driving without a license, and didn't okay. appear in court. Uh, he was uh, pled no contest to interfering with a firefighter who was performing duties to extinguish a fire in Bieniemy's mother's garage. Okay. Okay. So all of that is bad, right? It was also right. 31 years ago. Okay. That wasn't last week right. or the week before. <laughs> this was 1990 and 1991. Right. Dude, Boys to Man had not come out yet, man. Right. It's been that long. So you're telling me that he can't get a, a head coaching position because of a rap sheet that he had when he was a teenager. Now, he did have a DUI in 2001, but again, that's also 21 years ago. So between now and 30 years ago, 31 years ago, he had a DUI. Right. As you just know, it's, the reason why it's all BS, BS is because Matt Nagy and Doug Peterson have gotten head coaching jobs. And they were right underneath Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Joe no Judge. Yeah, now the, other, now the guy that's underneath Andy Reid can't get a gig. And you want to tell me it's because of stuff 20 to 30 years ago or because he doesn't interview well is nonsense. So everybody that's gotten it, so every white candidate that's gotten a gig interviews well, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. So it's nonsense. And that's why the Brian Flores thing doesn't shock me because this has been going on. And then the, the predicament you're in as a black coach is this, like you can't complain about it. Like if you complain about it, it's frowned upon by GMs and owners. And then if you say nothing, everybody feels like, well, if he don't care, why should I? So you, it's, you're, you're in a no-win situation because nobody, none of these teams are going to take on the guy that's screaming from the roof that there's a, there's the the and that's why Brian Flores had to make a business decision because Brian Brian pretty much feel like he signed a letter of resignation forever like he retired from football yeah, and you know he what? retired from football yesterday and that's why you don't see most of these that's why most coaches get the job they're like well I don't want it to be about me being that's, black that's I don't why want it to don't. be about that because you don't want to be deemed as the guy that's the troublemaker well, which this- and you're not even being a troublemaker but that's how that's the reputation that comes with you. When you're outspoken, this is standing up for blacks and also Hispanics out there because yeah, he's, he's sure. both. 
Hell, because Tom Flores should have been in the damn deal, in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. I, the fact that he would commit career suicide over this, within over the course of a couple of days. Wow, good point. Sir. Just shows. Yeah. Just shows. Put that one back up again. Just shows that uh, you know. Talking about Siberian uh, on Facebook Live Sneak. says uh, Matt Patricia was hired when he was accused of sexual assault. Not saying that he did it, but there was an accusation out there. That cloud. I mean, come on, man. You know, Ben Roethlisberger was the face of the franchise mm -hmm. for so long after all those allegations against him as well. But, man, it made my blood boil because I know that this is true. And the fact of the matter is, is that this dude is going to make bank because he's going to win whatever so. settlement's settlement, there. Yeah. It'll be a settlement because the NFL does not want to go there. But you know who's going to go there? I bet you Congress does. I bet you Congress takes a look at this because of what's going on so. in Miami, what's going on with the Washington football team, who, by the way, have the new name, the Commanders. I like it. What do you think of the name? I'm, I like it. I, I'm, like I said earlier today, I liked it for our team. I'm not going to hate on it now. Yeah. You know? You know what? I, we're going to switch off from the Brian Flores talk because uh, I'm angry. This is a lighthearted show. You know, I always say we don't talk politics, but this isn't politics. This isn't no, politics no, no, at no. all, man. This is. And I mean, you should be. You're a minority. It, it isn't uh, just about. It isn't just about black by nor. I mean, there's only one. There's only one Ron Rivera. You know, mm -hmm. it's not a bunch of. They're not. A, there's not a bunch of Latin head coaches either. Latino head coaches either. So you should be because this include that you're you're included. Your people are included in this as well. It's not just about black coaches. It shouldn't be just about like it should be about women, Latino, whatever the case may be. It's just minorities as a whole. Team Brian Flores right here. Hey, let's talk Spurs when we come back. Man, I turned off the TV at the end of the third <laughs> quarter. We're going to get into this game because, man, the Spurs blew that game to basically a glorified G League team. I know you hate, hate me saying that. <laughs> Later on the show at 1.30, it is movie review day. The Warriors come out it. to play. This is halftime on, on San Antonio Sports <laughs> Star ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Predict a perfect score and win $50,000. We want more money. Presented by yeah, Deets Tractor. Yes, now and win at sasportstar.com. Welcome back to Halftime on San Antonio Sports Star ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. We're on the go at sasportstar.com and we're live from the QC Kinetic Studios. Man, I want to lighten things up. That Brian Flores story kind of just it's ticked ugly. me off. It's ugly, but it, it needs. But that's the type of stuff you need. Like, just like with George Floyd, like it needs to be in your face. Yeah. In order for real change to happen. So, and I don't know what it gonna, needs to get ugly. I don't know how they're going to change the hiring practices. Right. I think we can solve the the draft with the lottery, but everything the else. Because I can't uh, tell yeah. you, like, oh, you didn't do it because he was black. Like, I don't know. How do I prove that? <laughs> we could talk about this for two yeah, hours. Was, two say, hours, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Sports, pop culture, and nostalgia. That's Rudy J right there. You know, uh, I was watching the Spurs game last night like a good boy. You know, that's what I do for a living. I, wa <laughs> I, t I watch sports so that I can talk sports. As you should. you got to be credible. And uh, last night, I turned the game off at the end of the third quarter because UT was playing Texas Tech, and there's yeah, a yeah. big old rivalry coming on with that. And I wanted to watch that game, and I get a text message from, <laughs> from James Pledger. From James Pledger. 
saying this was Happy. perfect. They blew the game team tank or something to that effect. No, he was like, you know, started played great but lost. Yeah. It was something of that nature. And what's so sad was that the Spurs had a 15-point lead at the end of three. Playing a Warriors team with no Steph Curry, Draymond Green was also out, Klay Thompson was also out, James Wiseman didn't play, Iguodala didn't play. So essentially the Spurs Good went Lord. up against their backups. Right. And they have some decent backups, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But according to ESPN's probability on ESPN.com, the Spurs had a 97.9% chance of winning at the end of the third quarter, which is why I changed the channel, because I was done. You know, the Spurs were playing well, moving the ball around. You know, DeJounte was on his way to another potential triple-double, which he was just short of. Again, he is like the master of being like one-off, but 27 points Nine assists and nine rebounds for DeJounte crazy. in a loss. But the but the Warriors went on a big run to end the game, outscored the Spurs 35 to 16 to win 124-120. Spurs fall to 19 and 33, and the rodeo road trip is coming quick. It's upon us. Um that was the first time in Spurs history that they lost a home game when they went into the fourth quarter up 15. Really? Yeah. That's how. So I know why you turned the TV off. Carl let me know he had fell asleep. He was like, oh, we're up 15, I'm going to sleep. And then he says his lady wakes him up, and they're only up five. And he was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> well, the young team happened. Again, it's not like... It's not a young not, team. we got to quit saying that. What are they? What are they, MJ? I mean, DeJounte's been playing for a long while. Derek White's been playing 30. for a long while. He, I mean, by 30, you're already over the hill in the NBA. <laughs> By 30, you already have 10 years of experience in the NBA and have blown out your knees twice. Look, man, I'm a glass half full guy. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to find the positives. It's getting harder and harder. But the the look, and this is, this is going to sound horrible, right? And I hate to be this guy, but I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm trying to be honest. I'm on halftime and halftime. Y'all are about keeping it real and being honest and just letting the chips fall. We're sitting around acting like this Spurs team is super talented and they should be beating teams like that. They're not they're not just head and shoulders more talented than that team that they played last night. They're not. The problem is is they're that not. they show we're, flashes, man. They they like we're, we're just going off names, but if you're just going off game and just looking at how the game played out, they're not just more it's, way more talented than those guys they played last night. Just just straight up hooper, me against you, let's get it. Like Jordan Poole looked like the best player on the floor to me last night. It's not that the Spurs are better than these teams. It's just that they show flashes from time to time. The Spurs have won at Utah. They beat the Warriors with Steph Curry in San Francisco last month. They've gone out and played yeah. toe-to-toe. I mean, they, they took Brooklyn to overtime over there in Brooklyn. You with know, they, they should have beaten the Suns in Phoenix earlier this week. It is crazy yeah. how close they get. They when play up to competition. They played down to competition, yeah. and yesterday was just a collapse, and it's just one of those things where I look at it, and again... But this is what you want. In a way, yes. Because so you right can't, now, why are you complaining and this is what you want? The Spurs have the seventh worst record in the league now, and I'm what taking is a, the seventh worst, okay. and are one game off from having the fifth worst record in the league. Again, the way the lottery works in the NBA is you know, the top four, there's four spots in the lottery that everyone falls into place based on record thereafter. So if you are the seventh worst team in the NBA, okay. that means the worst you could do is have a 10 or 11 pick in the draft. 
but the odds are you're going to be picking somewhere between seven and eight with uh, with a, with, a, with about a twenty percent chance of moving up. Okay. But in order for the Spurs to have a really legit shot of getting one of the three stars in this draft, they have to get up to about four. Yeah, that's they have to be what, fourth worst. Yeah, which by the way, they're only two games away from right now. So again, it's it's a weird thing because I cheer for my Spurs when the game is on, but when they lose, I'm like, eh, you know, more combinations, you know, more combinations. But the Spurs, uh, the dreams of them making the playoffs right now, oh, those are dead. Those are dead. Those are absolutely dead. And what I hope isn't dead is DeJounte Murray making the all-star team. Because That's dead. You think so? Yeah. They're, they're, their record's too bad for the coaches to even, for the coaches to even like think like, Hey, you know what? What about DeJounte? Spurs have two more home games. They have, and it's not his fault. He's done it. He's done enough. He has done enough. He's done enough. And in January he's, he's come up. Yeah. He's you know, done enough. DeJounte has been phenomenal. I think he's fringe. I think he's right okay. at it. I think I hope you're right. I think he's either the twelfth spot or he's the thirteenth spot, like the alternate, because LeBron's hurt. LeBron might not make the might not might not play. You never know. I mean, Andrew Wiggins is and the Draymond Green's hurt as well. So it's one of those things where maybe he sneaks in. Speaking of Draymond, go ahead, finish your take. I want to hear. Well, I want to read. C.D. Lamb made the Pro Bowl just yesterday because of, because of an injury. Uh, yeah, and I and I asked Rob does. Are you a really a pro bowler if you're a replacement? That's a good point. Kirk Cousins is a is a Dak was a replacement, year. but Dak said I'm good. <laughs> now there was something that I took a lot of heat for, and I want to read this to you. It's something I took a lot of heat for. One of my takes all year long has been Keldon Johnson is NBA fat. <laughs> not regular human. Like if regular human, I would love Keldon Johnson's body. Right. I'm not talking about us regular walking around civilians. Like for if he was just a regular civilian, just walking around, just doing a nine to five, great, phenomenal physique. But in the NBA, he's fat. And everybody called, you know, Carl was like, ah, Rudy, I don't know. You might be reaching. A lot of people on Twitter might be reaching. I'm going to read you a tweet. Keldon Johnson will be an all-star in the next couple of years. And he's got to be down 10, 15 pounds. And that's coming from a player that used to be fat. And that's coming from Draymond Green. Draymond Green came in the league NBA fat. He played a couple years NBA fat. That's not me. Screw Rudy. I you, like I don't know anything. I don't know anything. But you shouldn't have like Keldon Johnson got a booty. He shouldn't have a booty. NBA players don't have <laughs> junk in the trunk. Only player that had junk in the trunk was Charles Barkley, and he could do that because he was down on the block destroying people, and it was a different NBA. Esteban Ramon on Facebook Live. What no, is Zion? If Keldon Zion, is fat? Zion is Market Square. <laughs> Z- Why do you have to heal Market Square? Zion man? is Market Square. Zion got three gorditas in one hand, two Bud Lights in the other, and he got on chanclas. He's 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 Market Square. Forget him. Keldon Johnson is NBA fat. Y'all laughed at me when I said it. Maybe you'll listen to Draymond Green. He needs to lose weight. A point I've been trying to make on halftime for the past couple of weeks is is that the Spurs have one star right now in DeJounte Murray. Okay. You need two stars to be a playoff team. You need three stars to be relevant, at a contender of some sort. Agreed. In the, in the Agreed. NBA. 100%. So this, do the Spurs right now have a second budding star? Do you think that Keldon or Devin Vassell or Joshua Primo can be that second star where that maybe the Spurs go out and find a third star in free agency? I think, I think Vassell, Keldon... And Primo, all three can be. 
I think all three can be. Yeah. I like all three of their games. But again, Keldon, again, this is coming from a guy that's has three rings. He could be an all star. This guy made Team USA. Now you might say, well, we're just because of pop. No, he belonged. Mm-hmm. He belonged. If you paid attention to summer, he belonged. And he was but he was around Kevin Durant. He's around Dame Lillard. He's around Zach Levine, Devin Booker. The pedigree has been instilled in him. He's just got to take it more serious as a professional. Primo. Primo is Primo. The reason why Primo is going to be fine is because one, he's super talented. Two, he doesn't give a damn about failing. And when you're super talented and you can block out failing, you're going to be fine. Primo is going to be a stud. And Vassell is just going to take reps. But I think they have. I think they have something they can build and grow on. Yeah, Keldon has shown that he can grow from a coaching standpoint because man, he's now knocking down threes at a forty-four percent clip. Yeah, that comes from he's not coaching. even in the Rising Star game. Can you believe that? That's that's ridiculous. That's absolutely that's ridiculous. Okay. The, you know, he, he he shows that he's coachable, right. that he's willing to try new things, learn new things. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the number one three-point shooter from the sides, from the corners in the NBA right now, percentage-wise. Really? Yeah, like the Bruce Bowen three. I'm today years old learning that. For real, for yeah, real? Yeah, that, that's what they said last night's game, but he's wow. like he's like at 48% or something like, something like from that. From Bruce's on, spot? From Bruce's spot, yeah. So it's, it's amazing what he's been able to do. Devin Vassell. I love him. I he's, love my, he's my favorite spur. He is, he's my favorite spur, too. Did we just become best friends? Yes, we did. (laughs) (laughs) And we're moving to a new studio pretty soon. We'll have more room for activities. But, uh, man, uh, it's so funny. Uh, Rudolph Renee says, ever meet Boris Dial? That's Bootyville right there. Yeah, but see, Boris, he was like a power forward. Boris was down there using his booty. Like, we want Keldon to be Kawhi. Not Kawhi, per se, but want him to be a point forward like KD, like LeBron, like Luka. Like uh, Kawhi, that's what Keldon is supposed to be, and you can't do that with a booty. Devin Vassell also shooting threes at forty percent. That's those two guys right there. I think can take a big leap. Uh, as I've said this so many times, I'm not a big fan for some reason of Derek White. I just think that it's very difficult for uh, a three point shooter to be shooting three point about thirty percent from three if you're the shooting guard. I have a problem with that. Uh, but I think the Spurs could get a pretty decent pick this year if they mm-hmm. fall somehow. I know that the top three are going to be studs. We know that Jabari and Paolo Banchetto and Chet Holmgren are going to be really, really good out there. If the Spurs don't get them, there's still some good players still good at players that four, five, there, huh? six, seven range, man. So I'm very, very hopeful. Hey, uh, we have uh, another hour and 15 minutes of halftime to go. When we come back, Rudy's on the hot seat. Yeah, let's get it, man. I- Tuesdays I with it. T. Carolina just went at you. Court is in session, baby. You are on the stand. If you didn't hear Carolina. what Carolina had to say, we'll get into it when we come back. Can you be a fan of two teams at one time? We're talking about that. Movie Review Wednesday at 1.30. We're talking about the Warriors. <laughs> this is Halftime on San Antonio Sports Star ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. This is Joe Eagle. Jason Minix and I will get you caught up in the latest news, moves, and more this afternoon, 4 to 7, on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. Now, my rule for all this, and Rudy J, I hope you're listening, how can you cheer for two teams from the same conference? You can't. That's, that's, that, that, that means that you're just a fan of football, and it's okay to be just a fan of football, but don't say, oh, yo, this is your team. When really you're cheering for another team, like you can't cheer for the Cowboys and also cheer for the Bears. Like I don't know what Rudy Jay's thinking, <laughs> but that you 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 are not attacked. as passionate about the Chicago Bears <laughs> like you say you are. 
Oh my goodness! Yeah, you you ran him over with a bus, and then you back in. In Rudy's defense, he's a Cowboys fan because of family that is Cowboys fans. Okay, my my man my, is a my Cowboys man, fan too, but I don't care. My my man, I don't care. <laughs> where, where where were you, Mike? I was agreeing with her. Welcome back to halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM twelve fifty and one zero three three FM. My name's Michael Jimenez. Rudy J is with me today. That was Carolina Teague Tuesdays with Teague. We, we, we brought the conversation about cheering for two teams because I have adopted the Cincinnati Bengals ever since the Saints got knocked out. My Saints mm-hmm. got knocked out. They didn't make the playoffs. I started cheering for the Bengals. Only one to call them going this far, by the way. So that being said, I brought up the point, is it weird to adopt a team just for a playoff run? Or maybe you adopt it because you like a certain player. You know, Tom Brady fans who were from the Patriots suddenly started cheering for the Bucks. But that's two different conferences. You know what? Me cheering for the Bengals. No, that's a different conference wait, wait, too. Come on, Mike. And Cut you're me telling me because of the telling... conference this, are you coming at me, dog? Yes, man. Because that's of the exactly. Because <laughs> I because I remember when I first met you, Rudy, mm-hmm. and we were talking about you know our favorite teams and whatnot. And yeah. you were saying, "Oh, my favorite teams are the Bears and the Cowboys." And I'll be honest with you, <laughs> what I, did you say? I, I was like, "What did you think in your head?" I was like, "Man, this is Rudy, man. I've been listening to Rudy for like." 15, 20 years, man. This is a great guy. But, man, his sports fandom's weird. Two teams. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Spurs and the Lakers. How does that sound? How does that, that sound? Now you can't do that. I'm a fan of the Spurs and the but Mavericks. See, that would be, now, if I was said the Cowboys and the Eagles, I okay, get it. Okay, that's taken to the extreme. But, I, but, okay, defend yourself on being a fan of two teams from the same conference, and one of them being the Cowboys. Again, I mean, Carl, since, you know, Carl's the only one to have my back. I thought Mike would have my back. Again, I'm like, I mean, Carl hit it on the head. I'm a Bears fan. I'm a Bears fan. Bears are my, my first love. Okay. But because of my family, yes, when I'm sitting down watching the Cowboys game, if they're not playing the Bears, I root for them. So I'm not, look, I don't have any Cowboys gear. I don't have, you know, I don't have a Cowboys car flag. I'm not I'm not upset when they lose. I'm not yelling and screaming at the TV. I'm just like, oh, you know, hope the Cowboys get a W. So yeah. my mom be in a good mood. It's not like like it's not a fan of them. You know what I mean? It's just like you I'm sure you have a guilty player. I'm sure like when you're watching maybe, I don't know, like a Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson, you like, you know what, I don't mind seeing them win. Like I I like watching uh I like the Chargers. Like I love Justin Herbert. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't mind seeing him win. Like it's not like I love the Cowboys. It's just like that's my family's team. They're playing. First of all, everybody in America watches them, whether you're watching them to win or you're watching them to lose. So, I think y'all took it. Y'all took. I think Carolina went a little bit hard on me and took it a little bit too far. I know she said that yeah. if you cheer for two teams simultaneously, <laughs> that you're more likely to cheat. That's so messed up. That's so wrong. That's but you have no, no loyalty. I mean, because you have no loyalty. Yeah, but no, I I, lo- I, I like the Cowboys. That's, I don't love them. But then again, I don't live and die with sports anymore. You know what I mean? Like I there was a, there was a time where my team losing, the Bears losing or the Lakers losing would just ruin my day. Yeah, I'm not there anymore. He says you can't be a faint Saints fan or a Bears fan if you live in San Antonio. You must be a Cowboy fan. Vince, uh, Vince, Rubino, I will let you know this. We don't have a team, so we can be fans of whoever we want to be. Vince, Vince, the Saints are the only team to call San Antonio home. Okay, they That's played true. real games. In San Antonio, and I went to all three of them. The Cowboys come over here to sell T-shirts and tell and and sell baseball caps. 
That's the only reason why they come to and San Antonio. San Antonio tried to gentrify the Saints. Shame on San Antonio. <laughs> Those people are, are, you know, homeless. They've been, you know, they've been moved. They don't know where their lives are going to go. And you try to steal their football team while Joe they're Horn down and out. Wanted to be here, man. Drew Brees was you like, "Hey, to I'm steal close their to home. team while they're down and out." That was disgusting on San Antonio's part. I thought that was a disgusting move. I was never more embarrassed to be a San Antonio. <laughs> like yo, like first of all, these people are gonna go home in their houses that they used to live in. We're gonna be where they're a hundred thousand. They're down there six hundred thousand, so they can't go back home. And then now you want to steal their football team they while had, they're going through. They this? had to play somewhere. We're also a dome. Come on, man. It was our one shot. Man. <laughs> Look, you know, so you were you, down you, with that? You miss every shot you don't take, man. Uh, we, we, you don't do that, man. Those people were going through the worst <laughs> times of their life and were like, hey, by the way, if y'all just y'all just want to move in, you know, it's all good. Man, like, I, what? I know, I know your man lost his <laughs> <Yeah>. job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you going after their, their team while they're the most vulnerable? Let me ask you this, man. Speaking of the Cowboys, Troy Aikman was in town yesterday, was oh, on the Blitz. Cool. And uh, I, I can't you believe know, you didn't I, come. I, I can't believe I wasn't invited, which is why I'm bringing Ooh, this up. Are you serious? Minix didn't I, tell you. I'm on Facebook. I'm on. I'm on Instagram, and it's not only you and Rob. It's also Jasmine from <laughs> yeah, the sales team, like and there's people. other people from sales, and I'm yeah. there going. Rob's what? wife, Jason's wife. I know, and I'm there going. I didn't get the invite. I like Top Golf. I like to have a couple of cocktails. I like beer. Jason didn't invite you. I didn't get an invite. Is it because I'm not a cowboy fan? I would have been respect respectful. I met Drew Pearson over the phone, right? Who who Minix absolutely loves. Okay. Yeah, he adores Drew. Drew Pearson melted me on air. Like I was like, "Hi, Drew. How are you doing?" You know, I I was a big fan of Drew Pearson in the sense that not when he was playing because I was mm -hmm. too young to really experience that, but getting to meet him, he seemed like a nice guy. I would have been very nice to Mr. Aikman. I would have called him Mr. Aikman as opposed to Troy. Yeah. And I didn't get the invite. And, so, I, and everybody else was there. Carl was there, right? Carl came and took pictures. Jeez, I was, I mean, a That's little one up. not here. That's Jason's fault. Or Jason or Joe. Blame one of those. So uh, this, is the, this is how I knew about it. Jason emailed me and said, hey, we're going to have Troy at Top Golf. Mm -hmm. You can promote that we're going to have him on, but it is a private event, so you can't tell people that he's going to be a Top Golf. So me being me, I was like, how private is this event? I know. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, can I come? And he says, of course. So I didn't get invited either. I invited myself. <laughs> Mike was invited because he's a hater, <laughs> and any smile in the picture with Troy would have been fake. So I didn't get invited either, Mike, to be honest with you. I just invited myself. Yeah, so people are coming at me on Facebook Live. Thank you, Rudolph Renee. Yeah, I it wouldn't have been a fake yeah, smile. Yeah, why do you want to be around Troy? I mean, you hate the Cowboys. Because I want to have interaction with, no, it's with our athletes job. Yeah. and celebrity yeah, and, and whatnot. It is what it is. I mean, if I, was, if I met a band that I didn't like, I would still smile and take a picture with them. Hey, I'm the guy that has told people for years of being on radio that Romo's better than Troy, but yet I wanted to meet him. And I wouldn't tell. I wasn't going to tell him you were that. Say that. I was never going to say that. But I, I'm the guy that's been screaming like, "Hey, Romo's the best quarterback in Cowboy history." I'm not a Cowboy fan, and I've had drinks with Jerry Jones. I've had cigars with Jerry Jones. See, long, long time ago, man. I was 20. Would Tom Benson smoke a cigar with you? No, he would not. See. Jerry's a man of the people. I'm 44 years old now. I probably had those drinks with Jerry Jones when he was like, I was probably 20, 
six. At oh, the that's time. when Jerry was super cocky, thought he knew everything. Yeah. Yeah. He was fun, man. He was fun. He is fun. Hey, He's we a have, lot of fun. I want to talk a little bit more about this on the other side. Get to know Rudy even better. Let's do it. We have another hour of halftime to go. Again, at 1.30, movie, movie review, time. This is my favorite the Warriors. time of the week. We're going to be talking about that at 1.30. <laughs> this is halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. Can you dig it? And on the go at SASportsStar.com. QC Kinetic Studio. One team, one mission. KZDC, San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, and 103.3 FM. Michael Jimenez. Halftime. It's hour number two of halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. We're on the go at sasportstar.com. My name is Michael Jimenez, your host from noon to two. Rudy J is playing with me this Wednesday. What's going on, Rudy? What's up, my man? How you doing? Man. Everything good in your world? You know what? I got a little bit upset in the last segment because... Why? I was the only one not invited yes, to go meet Troy Aikman. Yeah, you know what? That's foul because you're family, man. We, we're a sports star family. We stick together. I, if I were you, you know, I'd let Jason know. Let him know, man. Like, hey, dude. <laughs> like, you know. Well, what can he do about it now? I mean, you know, but no, future he, reference. He needs to know. Now, beyond that, you know, it's going to get cold here. It's going to get so cold Tomorrow. that we're getting emails from the station saying, hey, if you want to do the show from home. Do it from home. It's going to be really cold, might be really dangerous, might be icy. And I see you and Rob talking about it, about how, yeah, we're going to do the show from home. And then he looks at me and goes, Jimenez, you got to come in. And I'm like, okay, you guys get to be safe. So first of all, so I can't see, I can't meet Troy Aikman. And I have to like risk my life to come do halftime tomorrow. You know what, man? Um, If I were you, I mean, you know how, you know how money works. Get yourself a little bit of equipment, write it off. Get, and then this way you'll be at home with this. You do see I, you do see this. And and I get I get made fun of both on R and R in the morning and on the Blitz, because on R and R this morning, you know, Rob talking about how I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to movie reviews. Oh, you heard that? Yeah. And then meantime, you know, on what the Blitz Jason say. Well it's it's Joe Reinagle mostly who goes oh. after me about Urban Cowboy and about you know, the Scarface and whatnot, how those are all A-plus movies. No, man. Not every movie from the 70s and 80s was an A-plus movie. Especially if it's the years 2022, I'm a 44-year-old dude watching it. I talk about the movie The Goonies all the time. You the didn't Go- like Goonies? The Goonies was fun growing up. You know, you watch it as a yeah, as a 10-year-old, absolutely. 13-year-old. Have you watched it recently? Stand By Me, Goonies, they're all still... They, uh, they aged well. No, Stand By Me was very good, and it aged yeah. very well. But The Goonies is awful now at age 44. I try to show it what to my daughter. Sandlot? Is, did Sandlot age well? Oh, dude, Benny the Jet, man. That is did my that boy. age well? That is my boy, dude. You see what I'm saying? <sighs> dude, Mighty Ducks, did that age well? I've never seen The Mighty Ducks. That's one that I haven't seen. Yeah, I don't think that one's necessary. I don't think that should make That's the, the list. That's the Emilio Estevez one, right? Yeah, that shouldn't make the list. Yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of movies out there from the... There's not... There's not. They're not... See, this is the thing. Now that this is, like, becoming something, this is a thing. And not every movie's worthy. Right. Because it, we got to know our worth. You know what I mean? Like, this is a huge segment for your show. So not every movie can make the cut. Like, yeah, you know, it's good. But we're looking for the the creme de la creme. And and the great thing about it all is that my <laughs> wife 
is a trooper when it comes to it. Because I know you make her watch. She watches with, with me. So we're laying in bed, just holding hands, you know, propped up, holding hands. Wa- oh, you phone, have the bed that comes up. That comes up. Yeah. Phone, you are rich. Phones off to the <laughs> phones off to the side. If I showed you what my mattress looks like, though, because it's basically two, two like twins, oh, together, side to side to side, and somehow what mine ripped on the side is so bad. Man. It does. It looks horrible. It, it looks like a big old pocket on the side it's where you so, keep your phone. Yes. But uh, yeah, so we're we're both propped up. We both have heating pads because apparently, what? Yeah, she got me a heating pad. I was like, why did you get me this? And now I can't live without it. What for your lower back? For lower back, okay. yeah. So we, we sit there, we watch the movies, and she goes, what, what movie are we watching? I'm like, The Warriors? I've never seen that. Last week, what were we watching? Urban Cowboy. Never seen that. Tombstone. I've never seen that. No, no she wonder goes, y'all, The Dark no Knight. Never seen that. So uh, Scarface, she had never seen that. So we have something no in common. y'all are together. Now, she, says, she has watched more movies from the 80s. Yeah, like She did watch Gremlins and E.T., which yeah. I hadn't done, or Raiders of the Lost Ark. But, but she's... I mean, I would say that probably 70% of the movies that we've seen mm-hmm. that I've given a review of, she had never seen either. But I'll tell you what, reviews at 1.30, I can't and wait. she and I have the same grade. It's the first time that we have the same grade. But welcome back to Halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5. I'm sorry, 103.3 FM. First Bumble. time, man, I know, Ball man. The that's ground. the first time. That's no, the first good. time. Um, you said you want, I know, give him the chain, Edwin. You said you wanted to, what do you want to pick my brain about Valentine's about? Well, you know, cause you've, you've been with your girl for how long? 20. 20 years. Married six. So how do you do Valentine's Day, man? Do you like go all out and, and no, Mr. It de- romance? It depends. Um, we're, the thing is we we're not big on it. We're not big on Valentine's. There was a time where we were. Yeah. But now it's like. Like, perfect example, like, we're going to a concert in Houston in March, like March 4th. I think it's like um, Anthony Hamilton. Uh, oh, gosh. Who else is Is that it? that I, Bobby Brown one? That's no, no, on no. Here? That one's here. That's here. Okay. This one's in Houston. It's Anthony Hamilton. I've never heard few. of Anthony Hamilton. we got to get into that in a second. Yeah, we'll do that. So, And that's our, valent- that's our Valentine gift. And that's not until March 4th. So, like, we get each other stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's not like, okay, I got to go make a dinner reservation. I got to have rose petals coming from the bed. No, we're not. We don't get down like that anymore. Now, the weird thing about Valentine's Day this year, it's that it's the day after the Super Bowl, which is which is it's on a Monday. Yes, it's on a Monday. So just celebrate Valentine's on Saturday. Okay. I can see that. And, you know, my wife says that she doesn't really Beat care. Beat the crowd. Like, Monday, you don't want to deal with the crowds on Monday night. You try to make a reservation Monday night. You try to walk into a restaurant Monday night. You're going to be waiting an hour or two. Just celebrate on Saturday, man. It's bound to happen. We're going to have a Super Bowl Sunday that's going to be on Valentine's Day. It's bound to happen because of the new 17-game schedule pushes things out a week. It might happen one day. It may not be this year or next year or the next, right? but it'll happen at some point. Yeah, that's why we need to have the Super Bowl needs to be moved to Saturdays anyway. It needs to be a holiday. The yeah, Monday you know, Rob, afterwards Rob needs said to be a the holiday. Same thing. I'd rather just be on Saturday. I don't need the holiday. Just make it Saturday. I but know it messes Saturday. with your tradition. Yeah. Look, see? Yeah, there you go with the look, tradition word. Let's move Thanksgiving to Tuesday. Why not? I mean, <laughs> That's, don't. Did you just compare Super Bowl Sunday to Thanksgiving? You can't compare it because Super Bowl Sunday is better than Thanksgiving. Michael. What? 
Uh, do I sound like uh reach out to us? Do I sound like do I sound like uh what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis from <laughs> Halloween. Michael. <laughs> Michael. Okay. Are you don't do that. Yet another yet another movie I've never seen. Uh you know, I don't know which one to tell you to watch. There's thirty. <laughs> There's thirty of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> Kilbasa Bacon phone lines, by the way, are open at 656-ESPN. If you want to talk about any of the topics, maybe suggest a movie that I should watch on yeah, Facebook I want to know and YouTube as well. Hey, uh, Super Bowl's coming up, and uh, you know one of my favorite things is prop bets. Do you ever do prop bets for the Super Bowl? Do you, I, do you gamble no, on the no. Super Bowl? I did. I gambled one year, like strong, and I lost my ass, and my wife threatened to leave me. So... Ever since that year, I never gambled again. I don't really, I don't gamble on sports anymore. I love prop bets, and yeah. my wife and I have an agreement as to how much money I can spend. Oh, okay. on the Super Bowl, I run squares. I do five dollars squares. I do ten dollars squares. Well, see, when I say I don't gamble anymore, like I'm talking about, I was gambling, gambling. No, you know no, what no, I mean? no, 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 no. But like little stuff like that, I'll do, I'll do some squares here and there, like or a little twenty five dollar here and there. But like, I was going in this this year that I'm that I'm speaking of. Like it was a. It was weird, you know what I mean? So I'm not doing that anymore. I didn't have a problem. I was just always chasing. So, yeah, I'll do squares. I'll do little stuff like that, yeah. I created my own game last year. What do you mean your own game? I called it Super Scenarios, and I even trademarked it in the sense that I got a website. Super Scenarios. Okay. Yes. I'm following. Let's go. Okay, so basically everyone puts in $10 okay, or $20 or whatever the case may be, and let's say there's 50 scenarios and there's $1,000 in the pot. And I give out guaranteed winners to a certain amount of the pool. And then the other half is going to be separated by weird scenarios that may happen in the game. So I'll give you an example here. Um, yes, last year, we had, you, it's picked at random. So, okay. when, so when you get in there, you, you get picked at random. I had, uh, you could, uh, if you drew number one, you would win 25 bucks if the national anthem was longer than two minutes and one second. Oh, this, I want in. Un Are you doing that this yes, year? Yes, I am. Under, I want in. Under, I'm under two minutes. Okay. The flip heads, the flip tails, zero interceptions, one interception, two interceptions by whatever quarter, uh, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But the the real money though is if you get the unknown scenarios that can happen. Like, well, if somebody throws three fifty, if somebody throws for if there's a forty yard touchdown or longer, if there's a pick six, a safety, a blocked punt, if any of those happen, there's a certain pot of money that is split amongst them. I had so many people who were like saying, well, I just want to bet on this game and I'll go ahead and just do these scenarios with you. But as the game was going on, they understood what I was going at with this. And they were like, oh my God, this is so much fun. How did you Better make than this squares. I just made it up. I, I, have a, I have a PowerPoint presentation on it. Are you doing that this year? I am doing it this year. And I'm going to add to the scenarios. What do you have to buy in? What's the buy in? Like, I, I have a, a, a max. Uh, usually, uh, last it's either 5 or $10 per scenario. Oh, okay. But you don't That's know what I could do that. You don't know what scenario you're gonna get. Though. You have to pull the number and then that tells you what scenario you're in and then that tells you which side of the coin you're exactly. on. Exactly. That's dope. But man, I went to Vegas. I don't know how you thought you need to sell that to someone. You know what? Someone uh was talking to me about how like uh, <laughs> you an could make millions an, off of that. Like I could see this being on like a, a Bovada or a Bet US. I probably explained it poorly. But no, essentially no, I, not if you're not slow. Half, I understood. Half the pool, you know that there's gonna be a winner. <laughs> The other half of the pool, it's going to be a variable number of winners because it's certain scenarios that need to happen. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love this, and my and my, uh, I had people texting me going, "Are we doing scenarios this year? Are we doing scenarios?" Yeah. I'm like, yes, we are, because you're you're cheering for like a safety, you're cheering for like an uh, a pick six. Speaking of pick sixes, man, one of my best bets I ever made 
was I was in Vegas, and I bet um, it was the Super Bowl that had the Niners against the Ravens. And I bet oh, the lights went off. Yeah, I bet fifty bucks that Ed Reed would get a pick six, and he took it to the house. He got oh, one. My, yeah, I was just going crazy. How on much that did one. that win you? Uh, I won like seven hundred bucks, like fourteen to one. No way. And then there was another time where it's so funny. You go to Vegas, and you know people are betting on the national anthem, right? What is the the length of the? I anthem? know the color of the Gatorade. Color of the Gatorade. Uh, I didn't know the ne- the length of the national anthem was a thing. I never heard that till today. Which is funny because you go to you go to the the, the casinos okay. and the national anthem's on, and, and everyone's ti- on. everyone's timing it. <laughs> Has their hats are off, hands on the heart, looking at their watch, going and the hum of the and then everyone's going and then people start hooting and hollering because they have the over and they're like stretch it out, stretch it out, and it's so disrespectful. But we you bet on that. You can bet on the wow. on the on the coin That's flip. Uh, well, I'll be well. Shoot, we'll be coming back from we'll be coming back from L.A. So we will be. Hey, but you guys have a uh, stop in Vegas for like three hours. I mean, just jump what out. What about you? I'll, I'm direct flight back home. Yeah, nice. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I asked the question to Carolina yesterday. Which would you rather have? Because Minix was talking about this that uh, oftentimes there's like a, a bottle of bourbon that they give away over there it's no it's uh emmett smith's tequila emmett smith's tequila okay and we're coming up with a a, a game that we can play to see who gets it is it okay. going to be yours mine ryan eagles minix's pledge and wh- who's going to win this and i think part of it's going to be i want to know we talked about like well what if you got like a selfie with a celebrity and the most celebrities that you have a selfie with you win are you okay with that yeah I'm down with oh like like we're out and about. You get whoever gets the most selfies with okay, but what's the cutoff? They got they got to be any any celebrity like D list, C list, B list, A list. Like I, I it think, can't be all A. I think we need to have a like a some sort of ruling. Maybe have like Carl or Pledger say this one's worth five points, three points, two points. Like if you have a Hall of Famer, for example, if it's Mike Ditka, right? That might be uh, worth party. That might be four points, right? But if it's like some offensive lineman that no one knows and could never that's spot, that's that might be one or two points. Yeah. A reality star could be one. one. Uh, there's actually one TikToker that I want to see that's out dope. there. Annie Agar. See, no, who I want to meet out one. there. I don't know her. Oh, I know, but that'll no, yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll make my day. Why do you I love see her? her? I, she's funny. Oh, she's funny, or I thought she was. Oh well, she's both. Oh, she's very attractive. Do you, do you follow her on TikTok? No, no, I don't know who she is. She does Annie Agar, spelled A G A R. She does a, a thing where she pretends that she's holding a press conference involving multiple teams, and and basically she's she makes fun of you know the Packers and Aaron Rodgers and gotcha. Cowboys and whatnot. So she's always making fun of. Is she a Nugget? Yes, you know she is. But gotcha. uh, she's also a reporter for I think the Big Ten Network. But I, I saw that she's out there. I've never done a TikTok, but if I find her, I'm going to want to do my first TikTok with Andy Agar. Well, we'll and if she's not Andy. there, I'll do it with Rudy J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can we can get our TikTok numbers up and while we're out in LA. That cigar that cigar party is taking the place of me seeing Halsey in concert. It better be a good party. <laughs> Who's Halsey? Halsey, dude. Halsey's one of my favorite singers. She's also number two on my celebrity crush list. Halsey? Yeah. What is it? Pop? Is it country? Uh she is probably Edwin, come back with some Halsey after the break. I mean, I would say pop, R and B. She's a little, little country. I mean, she is, I believe she's half black, but she looks white. 
because she's because she's also white. So yeah, she's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I love me some Halsey. She's she's in concert there that Thursday night, but it's and also the night go? of the concert. Yeah, it's the night of the party. So I'm, yeah, you got. I've never been to that party. I've, this is my first Super Bowl trip with the star. Now, do you think? What's up? Just to go on a serious tip here, we'll talk the whole me. the whole thing involving Brian Flores. Do mm-hmm. you think that it's an even bigger thing because it's happening in the time frame between now and Super Bowl Sunday? I think it was very strategic what he did. I think they they filed this lawsuit on the first day of Black History Month, and not only that, they filed this lawsuit on the week of Super Bowl, where everybody's reaching for not reaching for time, but everybody's like. We're all, as far as if you're in the media, if you're in radio or television, you're looking forward to next week. Like this week, you were looking, we're looking for storylines. Mm-hmm. There's no storylines yet. You know, the storyline, we're like, you know, we wore Joe Burrow out. Monday was like, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. And then it's like, okay, what do we do Tuesday to Monday as our storyline? Now, we- and, my, and Brian Flores and his team know this, so they're like, let's give them that storyline. Which is worse, this, is this strategic. or Gruden? The whole situation involving Gruden, which, by the way, still has legs and is still going on, and people are still trying to uncover various things regarding that. Which one's worse? Because I look at the Brian Flores one, and I'm thinking to myself, this is an institutional thing. It's not because it's not one bad actor; it's thirty bad actors. Mm-hmm. And it's it you you brought up the point that the, a lot of African American coaches are being hired specifically to get fired specifically to lose stop gaps cully 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 whatever his name is for the texans stop gap like they knew they were they had no intentions of ever keeping him and then they, and then and now we come to find out that allegedly Stephen ross is doing the same thing to brian flores like you pretty much hired him so he could tank mm-hmm. so for those of you who don't know brian flores a former miami dolphins right. head coach he has filed a discrimination lawsuit against the NFL, New York Giants, Miami Dolphins, and Denver Broncos. He also accuses the owner of the Miami Dolphins of trying to pay him over $100,000 under the table, which, by the way, is illegal. That's tax issues right there. I mean, that's criminal. You have to. That is a criminal. That's a federal thing. That's why I think Congress is going to play a role in this mm-hmm. investigations or whatnot. Uh, a bribe of $100,000 for losses, and guess what? He turned that team around into a winning team and then got fired. Why did he get fired? He told CBS News earlier today that he got he fired won. because he won. Two, the last two seasons were both winning seasons, 9-8 and eight and 10-6. and six. That's crazy. And then the way they finished this season, like, you know, winning seven or eight in a row or eight of nine games, it's insane considering the where they started. But, yeah, Mr. Ross allegedly hired this guy just to fire him. Like, hey, just lose all the games. I'm going to pay you some extra money, and I'm going to get you out of here when I get my quarterback. And that didn't happen. So they're like, and you couldn't fire him after you go 10-6, and then it looks yeah. too obvious. 9-8, and eight, you're like, okay, we didn't make the playoffs. Let's get him out of here. I mean, how many coaches get fired after winning seven games in a row? Seven games in a row. Only coaches get fired like that are guys that are like, you know, you're not doing what you're told. You're not toting the company line. You know, it's it's fascinating because you see these retreads when it comes to coaching, both in the NBA, the NFL, yep. baseball. It's all it's all there, and it's a good old boy system. It really is. And I and and I hate the tired talk of, well, you know, they didn't interview well, or or how about this? Well, how can they be racist? They have defensive coordinators as that, that are black. You know what? That's totally different. It's totally different, man. Because there is two faces to a franchise. Totally different. Two faces to a franchise, the What's quarterback mm-hmm. and the head coach. In some cases, like the Cowboys, you have the owner as well, 
right? Jerry Jones is one of the few owners out there. But the fact of the matter is, is that people don't know who the owner of, you know, the Seattle, well, maybe the Seattle Seahawks, but they, they stay to themselves. You might know that it might be Paul Allen or whomever it is. Yeah. I don't know their GM though. Right. Yeah. We don't keep up with that. But even, but they don't, they don't stick out either. I mean, you, you, if you, if you were to tell, say about the Spurs right now and you ask a hundred Spurs fans, who's the GM, they're all going to say Buford, even though it's Brian Wright. Right. Yeah. We haven't make you there. Most people don't keep up with it. But man, uh, it, it's it it just reeks, and, and yeah. I, this is a, this is the time where everyone's looking at the NFL, and it and, was perfect timing by him and his team. I, you know, they knew they knew what they were doing. But the thing is, is that he is going to get paid out. But that's not going to stop. It's not going to end it there because again, if people are being paid under the table, mm-hmm. or being or because if he was offered that, that means that it's been done somewhere before. That's the first time they've been caught potentially. And that's that's skirting employment rules and laws and taxation and stuff like that. This is going to go further than most people think. This is beyond a sports story. This is now a news story. Oh yeah. And and because a news, it's now a news story. You're not having ESPN doing the only investigations. You're going to have the parent company of ABC going after it. You're going to have CNN go after it. Fox News Channel go after it. You're going to have the news investigators go after this and try to uncover things. This is going to get ugly. And the NFL has this has, but yeah. NFL has a stain recently when it comes to this, when it comes to what's going on with Deshaun Watson, when it comes with with Gruden, Henry Ruggs, Henry Ruggs. Oh my goodness, man! I just want some good news. And we've had some great games. The divisional you know games and the conference games are great. What's What's crazy, Mike? And this is for me included. We don't care because we love it. Like we we ignore all the ugly that comes with the NFL. Because of fantasy, because of gambling, because of our team, because it's our entertainment. It owns a day of the week. Like you got to really, 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 really think about all the things we've ignored with the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I mean, murder suicides. I mean, all the players I mean, the Cowboys have had over the years. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys had a guy that was intoxicated, killed his best friend that was on the team, and then he was on the sideline the following Sunday. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this NFL blatantly ignored concussions, didn't tell guys about it. And then when they got busted, didn't want to pay them. We kept watching. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot that has gone on that we've ignored with the NFL. It's the fabric of the United States. We can't can't turn away. You know, a lot of people said, well, well, Kaepernick, if he's kneeling and I'm leaving. They didn't go away. You never left. You never left. Like, it's, it's a lot. That just lets you know. They're king. I know. Because they, I know. Because they can't. There's no other sport that could get away with the nonsense that goes on in the NFL. Someone came up to me and was like, "Man, the NFL must be pissed if the Bengals are in the Super Bowl because you know no one's going to want to watch them." <laughs> I was like, it, "It's the Super Bowl, dude. It doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter who's in there. It could have been the Jacksonville Jaguars versus you know whoever. Yeah, versus you know the, the Detroit Lions or the Detroit Lions. Yeah, it's going to be a hundred million people watching. It. Yeah, I saw a great meme the other day that said that. Uh, Matthew Stafford being in the Super Bowl and Eminem being the halftime performer is the closest Detroit's been to the Super Bowl ever. Uh, damn, that's about that's right. Sad. I, was, I, I closed my eyes and thought about it. You know what? It's, that's true. It's true. You got to live with that L. Oh, man, Joe Burrow just. Yeah, can't wait to see be, Joe. Be still my heart. That guy's a winner. That guy is an absolute winner. And I love that kicker on that team. I mean, McFear. 
McFearlison. <laughs> I guess we're going to AFC Championship. <laughs> I guess we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. McFearlison, that's what I call him. And it's not like he barely makes it. No, nah, they're down the from pipe. 60. Yeah, they're down the pipe, too. It's going to be a great game. Cannot and we're wait. going and and we leave on Sunday, right? Now the what reason time we, do you leave? I leave at 6 p.m. Damn, so I'm, a my... few, I'm a few hours after. It's my mother-in-law's oh, birthday you told party. Me that. You told me. That. And 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 I'm throwing it along with my wife and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. We're throwing this party for her. You're going to have to leave that setting. That's tough. Well, yeah, but it's it, it's it's for her, you know, her and her her family. Right. And you know, her, her and her friends, right? So it's a small thing, but still it's it's a it's something that we planned out, you know, for a little while, and I, uh, I, I can't hitting, miss it. Is your wife hitting you with the have fun? Must be nice. Did you get a must be nice yet? Oh man, no, but it's okay, coming. No, I don't think so. If it, you haven't got one yet, you're good. Oh, it's coming. Well, you know what? But she always says that she needs a break from me too. But, yeah, but we're going away. My wife and I. It's our 10 year anniversary right. at the end of the month to Mexico. We're going to Seattle now. Somehow we're gonna have a romantic ten year anniversary in Seattle. Well, the thing about it, I know I had a buddy that gone. Down Jason Minix looking into the room right now, angry. Bring, yes, yes. Get in here. I'm mad at you. Yeah, get in here. I am mad at turn you. Turn his mic on, Edwin. Turn turn, turn this mic, mic on. He got, a, he got a bone to pick with you. I, am I don't the, know if you've heard, but he has a bone to pick. I with am you. the only one who didn't get to meet Troy Aikman yesterday. He said you didn't invite him, dude. Did you not get the email? See? Oh, you my check goodness. Your check my emails. Come on, that's man. How, isn't that how I found out? Uh, uh, yeah. Quit whining. <laughs> Quit whining. You're still on rookie probation. I mean, you don't get invited to the cool stuff. I'm going to the Super Bowl, but I didn't get invited to go meet Troy. Yeah. And, and you I, don't even like the dude. Fight me. <laughs> I, I tweeted out yesterday, for those of you who don't know who Troy Aikman is, he won a lot of Super Bowls. Uh, you have to be over, I said, for those of you under 30, He's somebody who won a lot of Super Bowls, but it's if, been a long time. If those time. kids were raised right, they understand the importance and legacy of Troy Aikman. Well, if those Jason's kids, daughter's very young, she knows Troy. Those kids don't have VCRs to watch those. Uh, wow, those, is that a those, you know you know you know what's amazing about that is technology has allowed that to actually make it you know in other forms <laughs> we can of media. YouTube it. So so you're really all whining and butt hurt that you didn't get invited. No, yeah. I mean do, do I need hey, to get Jason, a little invitation, get a little said, flower paper in there, and send it in the mail? It, it, okay, first of all smoke signals would have been fine but it was one of those things where i was looking at it and i'm going through instagram and i'm like oh, everybody's hey, look. on there oh, hey, everybody's. Look. you know you're on there i'm like oh that makes sense and then i see a ryan angle that makes sense hey look rudy j was out there hey look rob's out there is that rob's wife and then you see carl <laughs> and then you see jasmine and I'm like the entire staff what was is, there. Is my wife chopped liver. She's out there. <laughs> oh, I didn't I see mean, that picture. <laughs> you know, um, uh, yeah, no, Jazz. Did you, did you email all of us that hey, you could promote I, this? Everybody on was on the email, yeah. which apparently I have to spell out, which means hey, it's a private event. I'm telling y'all about it, so you know about it. You can come. It's a station event. Just don't say oh, on my, the radio. I do uh, not uh, read between the lines, man. You know, Mister Financial Advisor needs every little detail out there with no gray area. <laughs> then why did I get the whatsapp i mean that's where it needs to be baby not Dude, an email because i'm not 12 you know <laughs> i don't send important stuff through whatsapp <laughs> that's the last thing hey, that Jason. i think about in fact, in fact rarely do i start a whatsapp conversation i generally forget that i have the thing what did you send us that's commander's thing is this one of your calls uh, yeah pledge wanted it and okay. uh the video was too large i to text him because oh. he doesn't have a real phone. He's one of those Android types. Yeah, those and Android so he was people. like, "Send it through WhatsApp." Androids are coasters. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, apparently the video doesn't transfer as well from an iPhone to an it Android. Doesn't. It doesn't. So he was like, send it through WhatsApp. Uh, WhatsApp. Yeah, because yeah. I'm kind of kind of salty that the Washington football team took our name. People are are, oh. are making fun of me right now on Facebook Live, and basically, if, if we were having a, if what we are were they making fun of you about, basically that I'm yeah. I'm at the the kids' table when it comes to things at the San Antonio Sports, That's which not is true. which is fine. I mean. Mike uh, wants a play card on the table so he knows where to sit. <laughs> Dude, hey. I didn't. I look. I asked Jason what I did. I said, "How private is this?" And that's exactly <laughs> what he said. And he's like, "Can yeah. I come?" And but, what was my answer? Of, of course. course. But, the re- but I, I don't read between the lines that way. To say, "Oh, by the way, it's a private event." Dude, to Jason me, that means knows. to me that to me that means you're I, not invited. If I told you, no, I was saying. They don't want us saying, hey, we're at Topgolf, right. you know, go buy all your memorabilia and show up at Topgolf. It's right. not an autograph session for Troy. If, if it was a private event that I didn't want you to know about it, you wouldn't have been included on the email. <laughs> I mean, mean, you notice I didn't include Jasmine on the email, yet still she, she found her way yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I kid. Jasmine's I need to, always welcome. She's awesome. She don't, she don't I, listen, so it doesn't matter. We're up against the break. The other thing I heard you whining about. Well, I, 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 hold, hold on, okay, okay, hold, hey, hold on, hold okay, on. I, I, yeah, clocks, timing. Forget the clock. Whatever. Right? He's a clock guy. Uh, I am. I, I I really try to be. I'm, I'm not like Garnar in the morning. Yeah, but, we, our clock guys um, suck. Um, if it's icy tomorrow, yeah, and you have to risk your life to come here, <laughs> I certainly would invite you to just go over to Rudy's house and use his equipment. Oh, you know what? You guys live close. Oh, or, we do. Or or you can come to my house. My food's better. Nice. Um, it is. Really? Yeah, 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 two you know, miles from me. Yeah. I, I was going to say, there, there, are, there are alternatives. It might not be at your house. The QC Kinetic Studios at Rudy J's house. <laughs> That's it's it. Very nice. Just go hang out with Rudy. Or you can come to my house. Hey, we gotta come, we're up against the break. Movie review time. The Warriors come out and play. You ever seen the we Warriors? We come back. Course. Who hasn't? On San Antonio Sports <laughs> Star. We'll be right back. This guy. Take a break from the hustle. This is Halftime with Michael Jimenez on San Antonio Sports Talk, ESPN 1250 and 1033 FM. Warriors, come out to play. Warriors, come out to play. Oh, yes, baby. Warriors, come out to play. See, when I hear the bottles and I think Puff Daddy... Bad boy. <laughs> I think of the flavor in your ear remix. I don't think of Warriors. <laughs> if you if you know, you know. Welcome back to halftime on San Antonio Sports Star. We're live from the QC Kinetic Studios. So it's movie review time. Let's get it. We need some music for this. Segment. We do. We need a bed. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We need a bed. Let's get someone on that now. Again, Wednesdays at one thirty. I watch movies that everyone seems to have seen except for me, and apparently my wife. Because my wife hasn't seen the last four movies that I've reviewed. Some people love my reviews. Some people hate them. Some people walk in the door like Joe Reinagle pissed off about, you know, Urban Cowboy being a B plus. I have never given a bad review. The worst grade I've ever given is like a C, okay? Or a C minus, which was The Outsiders, which got you upset. So mm, that was horrible. We leave, we leave this to the people. People tell us what they want us to watch, want me to watch. And you let her, and you roll with it. You're a man of the people. I Michael. roll with it. Unfortunately, this one was free because it's on Hulu right now. The Warriors, oh, nice. a 1979 cult classic. 79. 
79. Good Lord. I was two years old when this two. came out. So here's the thing. The Warriors is basically about... Oh, by the way, you said you don't know if you've watched it or not. I don't think I've seen it. Okay. It's basically a movie about a bunch of gangs in New York City right. who realize that collectively they have a lot of power, and the most powerful gang there holds a summit, okay. if you will, and says, bring nine people unarmed to this park, and we're going to basically Royal have a Rumble. gang summit. No, not a rumble. It's a oh. gang summit that we're all going to rule together, work together, so that oh. we are above the cops at this point, right? Gotcha. Together, we're stronger than the cops. Absolutely. In there, one of the guys shoots the 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 leader named Cyrus, right? Leader of a black gang, shoots him. There's a bunch of chaos. Was the black guy the first one to die? He was the first one to die. It's a damn shame. And he's, Especially on the day when we're talking about Brian Flores like this <laughs> in Black he, History Month. But go ahead. He's the one who says, can you dig oh, it? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 10 seconds later, he's dead. Okay? <laughs> wow. So... So in this chaos, there's a mm -hmm. there's a there's a gang I believe called the Rogues or something like that, and one of the guys who does the bottles mm -hmm. says it was the Warriors. The Warriors shot him, and in the chaos, everyone now believes the that Warriors the Warriors did. are responsible for this. Now the Warriors, this all took place in the in the Bronx. They're wanting to get home to Coney Island, which is thirty miles away. Now there are trains and whatnot, but now you have all these gangs. So we're talking about hundreds of gangs out looking for them because they want revenge because there was a truce being called between all the gangs. Now that truce is dog. over. Yeah. So the movie is basically about the journey that these uh, eight or nine guys are going on to try to get back home. That's the whole point of the movie. They're trying to get back home while everyone's looking out for them. Yes, Luther. Martha, uh, Mario Carvasso is on Facebook, says Luther was the one who did it. Luther's the one with the bottles. Come out to play. Yeah. So uh, the whole movie revolves a bit about them trying to get back, and, and they confront other gangs who are trying to either beat them up, shoot them, stab them, or whatever. whatever. Uh, you know, One's an all-female gang. Another one is a gang of guys who carry around baseball bats and, and have pinstripes on. Okay. There's a, another gang out there that... Um, Looks like Robin Williams and Mork and Mindy, uh, you know, with the stripes and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was uh, the orphans, which is kind of like the weak gang. And all along the way, they meet this woman who was hanging out with the orphans. And I don't know if she's a prostitute or not, but they kind of reference or insinuate that she is. Um, and along the way, they're trying to make their way back home to Coney Island. And finally, when they somehow miraculously get there, not all of them make it because, you know, crap happens along the way. Um the ones that survive are now being cornered by gangs who met them at their home, right? And the one that met them at their home is Luther and his gang, and they're the ones who actually shot Cyrus, mm -hmm. right? Jonathan C. says, you are butching this review. You know, you know he just watched it last night, Jonathan. What do you mean? It's hard to, it's hard to give a, a, a good review to a movie that was that bad. Ooh, this is, let me go to Twitter. This is uh, one of the worst the... movies I have ever seen in my entire life. I'm pulling out the iPhone. It's time oh, to check you wanna, Twitter. You want to videotape this? or you no, wanna, I, uh, I, I got to go to Twitter to see what's going to happen. My wife was looking at me the entire time. Do you know what she did? She got up and started doing laundry. She started folding clothes no. as opposed to watching the rest of the movie. This movie was comical. It was comically what? bad. And it wasn't the kind of bad where it was like, it's so bad that it's funny. It's so bad that whatever. I do not get this. 
Uh, but Luther was the guy that killed Cyrus and ultimately that whole come out to play. So I, I don't want to give on. away the ending. I mean, no, I know this movie is 42 years old, but at the end of the day, this was the dumbest movie I've seen in a long time. Do you remember Mystery Science Theater 3000? We had the two the two robots making fun of the uh, movies. I don't remember that. Oh my god, it was that What's your bad. Twitter handle, Mike? At Mike ESPNSA. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Rudolph Renee on Facebook Live says this movie was Colors in 1979. Uh, says... Mario Cavazos saying that this is a badass movie. I disagree, man. It was so bad. And Edwin's laughing over there. Edwin, have you seen this movie? Thumbs up. No, he says he hasn't watched it. Boteo Franklin, Warriors is horrible. Thank you, Boteo. And you and I don't agree on anything, man. You always go after me. Ronald Schmidtka on Facebook saying Mystery Science Theater 3000 is awesome. One of my favorite shows. Dude. What's the grade? The grade on this? My wife and I agree. It's an F. It is. Is this the first F? It's the first F. It's the first thing. It is below The Outsiders. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Now, it's campy. You know, it's one of those things where maybe it was a good movie 42 years ago, but it was just ridiculous ridiculous to watch i kept looking i had my phone i made it a point to not have my phone out unless i was taking notes yeah but uh some things about that movie tony danza was supposed to be in that movie uh one of the characters was killed off in the movie because he got into an argument with one of the directors and because of that they killed him off in the movie he did not know he asked to not be credited and he's not credited in the movie even though he's halfway in it there's a lot going on in there. That woman that's in there, uh, who who I don't know, she's a former prostitute or whatever she is in that movie. What? Uh, she, uh, you know, she has a, a crush on the new leader uh-huh. of of this gang, the Warriors, and uh, she reminded me of Marla Singer from Fight Club. Have you ever seen Fight Club? Uh, Hel- of Hel- Helena Bo- oh, yeah. Bonham Carter. It reminded me like 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 Marla Singer, fifteen years younger, is basically who she was. This was a bad. There was not Ooh, one redeeming. There, 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 there was no good music in it. There was no climactic scene. I didn't care if they got home or not. I didn't care if they lived or died. But you I finished, just, did you finish it? I though? finished finish it in it? one sitting. Fortunately, it was only an hour and twenty eight minutes long. Oh, okay. Okay, well, it could have been two and a half, and you'd be that would have been brutal. Now, mind you, I've given good reviews. I gave a minus to Scarface. You know, B plus to Urban Cowboy. Yeah, so I'm not, a, I'm not a uh, hater. ET was an A. ET was an A. Gremlin was like a B plus. Yeah. So it's not like I'm dissing movies. I'm just saying, hey, at least some some movies but are better than others. You gave Warriors an F. I gave Warriors an F, and uh, my wife also gave a review on this one. F? She gives it an F as well. That was a terrible movie. But was it do better halftime crowd? Halftime crowd criticizing me? No, you do better. You tell me to watch better movies than this. This is your fault. This is okay. bad, and I don't see Ryan Eagle coming over here, running over here, trying to criticize me on this because I don't know if he's here. He might be in the car. Don't 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 count your chickens. Now, one yeah. of the one of the things uh, Mike understand the time and place. Rudolph Renee says on Facebook, I don't know, man. I, I understand what's a good plot and what's not, and that isn't it, dude. That was not it. Other movies up for grabs. Yeah, I, what's the, so what's next week? What are the what's the well, choices? Officer and the Gentleman's probably one of them. Okay, uh, we've talked about Footloose. Um, <sighs> Uh, Alien or Aliens? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, is is one? Uh, mm. There's there's a few other movies that people have asked me, and and some of those seem like I'm kind of intrigued by Aliens. I think that would be a good one. Uh, Bloodsport is one that people are asking me. Lost Dragon. You've never last seen Dragon, Bloodsport? Rather. No, I never have. Last Dragon is cool too. 
Yeah, but people thought that this movie was cool. I never, you know what? And it's so funny because I was reading up the, the history of this movie. Um, it it was profitable. Okay, and really? It was, oh, because they, it was cheap. It was cheap, but it was profitable. the The controversy was was that people were three people got killed either to the theater or out of the theater because it was such a a fan. It was like a fan favorite of gang members. Right. So you had all these gang members going to theaters who would never see each other, oh. but suddenly they're in the theater together watching a movie together. Uh, it's kind of like, like okay, so if this is a gang movie from 79 and Scarface is a gang movie from 80, I'm sorry, Scarface is so much better than this movie. Well, I think they're two different things. But it's both gangster related. Or I, I don't know, no, man. Uh... One's teen gang, one's adult gang, right. I guess you can say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, one thing I did like about the movie at the end, though, was one of the famous lines apparently in the movie is, uh, uh, he says something like, I don't know, I just like doing things like that. And that's a line that my best friend would say growing up. Like every, I would always hear him say that. I never knew where he, where he was coming from yeah. from that. It was from this movie, apparently. I think Rudy replaced Mike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think because it's February, Mike, the movies for this month need to have a black lead. Okay. I've never seen Avatar. Is that a black lead? Zoe Saldana's in it. She's Latina. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what you haven't seen. Or Urban. Have you seen I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? God, I love that movie. <laughs> I hate it. It's stupid. I love that movie. That's when he gets I'm, out of jail with the fish tank shoe. I'm going to get out, out of suckers an A minus in my opinion. No, it's not. If you want to do other black movies, Glory is an A plus 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 plus. No, I, maybe you've seen them all. I think you've seen all the urban movies. Do you know what movie I saw or I saw a preview for? Uh, the Last Boy Scout. I had never seen, but I saw that it was Bruce Willis and, and Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. But uh, he's blue close enough. Well, 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 what the hell, John? Let's, let's think about this on the other side. And on the okay. other side, we'll introduce you, uh, Rudy J to Halsey. Yeah, this is halftime on San Antonio Halsey. Sports Star ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Ribs, burgers, chicken. Mm. Submit what you cooked on the grill, a smoker, and you can win a $50 gift card from Tri County Meat Market. Grilling with the Blitz online at sasportstar.com. Hey guys, it's Rudy J. Your home for sports talk is right here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. Oh, that's my girl. She's cutie. She is cute. She's a cutie. That is Halsey. Number two of my celebrity crush. Hey, you know what? Who's number She's one? She's one. She's one. Who's two then? Anna Darmus. Who? Anna Darmus. What is she in? She's the new Bond girl. Oh, got you. So that's the way that it is. But yes, yeah, so I am not going to see Halsey in California because when we're out there, we're Dude, going to the Mike Ditka cigar party with, with, with the Jaws party, right? Jaws and Ditka together. Now... Consider you're not a cigar guy, Mike. This is something I'm a cigar you were... guy. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you're not, I'd go to Halsey. I mean, because, I mean, are you, look, this is what you're going to be passing up Halsey for. Okay. A bunch of dudes standing around telling war stories, <laughs> lying to each other. Oh, uh, no. Do you want to go look at Halsey up close and personal, or you want to stand around with a bunch of dudes? 
You know, I mean, I want to eventually get out of the kids' table that's over here at San Antonio Sports Star, which You're means... not at the kids' You have means, your own show. How are you at the kids' table? You have your own show. You, you guys, uh, because they make me feel that way, man. No, it's, it's so funny because I honestly don't care. I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Bit. It's a great bit. You, you know, it, it, it's it's funny because... You like you're me, a rookie probation. Me with criticism is the funniest thing in the world ever. Yeah. Like, I am coachable. Right. Me too. I'm very coachable. Your Tell best attribute should be availability and to be coachable. Those would be your best attributes. Yes. And I don't take criticism bad me or neither. anything like that. And you know, the haters on Twitter or on oh. Facebook. I you don't... do a good job of ignoring them. You don't even pay them any mind. I'm proud of you considering you're a rookie. Quote dude, unquote. dude, I got a beautiful wife and a nice home. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a winner, baby. I'm a winner when it comes to life. Facts. You know, I am loved by my family. Big I got facts. I got friends, I got cool coworkers, I've got great clients in my financial gig. Dude, I mean, I'm living a really, really good life. So if someone wants to pop off on me because they don't like my warriors take, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh at it because I'm I'm happy. Thank you for listening. But uh but Tom Franklin says, Mike, I like your movie reviews besides Scarface. I will die on the hill of it is a bad movie. Interesting, because there are people, Rudy, when I give these movie reviews, who will not put it on Twitter, who will not put it on Facebook, but will text me or give me a call and say, dude, I agree with you on that movie, That's but I can't to say, say it out anything. Loud. Yeah. What we kind live, of man are you? We like, live what? in this world, man. Where the people are scared to get social media bullied? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love trolling. I love taking the heat. It's fun. It gets my impressions up. And I don't do it. I don't do it on purpose, man. I'm just giving a personal. No, opinion. me too. Like I give my opinion, and then if I get, you know, raked over the call. Like yesterday, Rob had the world believing I couldn't change a tire. It was a great what day. What was that about, by the I'm way? I had a flat, and I don't want to change it. I have insurance to, to take care of my flats. I'm not changing a tire. You come tow it, take it to the dealership. The dealership put my two tires on and bring it back home to me. I'm not getting my hands all oily and stuff in 2022. I pay for that. I'm I'm like that with certain things around the house. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna do certain things around the house because I make money so that other people can come do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not doing Personal that. opinion. Dude, real fast, a, a story about a flat tire. The night that I met my wife, we had our first date. Mm -hmm. And I was gonna meet her at a high school football game because she wanted to be out in public and stuff like that. Uh I was at a gas station wanting to buy gum or something like that before going, and uh this really hot girl pulled in with a flat tire. And she asked if I could help fix it. So I fixed her tire. And then she was like, so what are you doing tonight? You want to hang out? And I thought to myself, you know what? This is the devil right here. Because this never happens in real life. No, it doesn't. So I said, you know what? This means I need to meet that girl that I'm supposed to meet today. Ended up marrying her. We decided to get married that night, too. So, Selena, Damn, that 10 was years. Her? 10 years, baby. 10 off years. Of, you met her off a flat tire. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, some, some other girl gotcha. wanted to hook up or wanted to meet up. Because I helped her on the way to my first date with my wife. But That's insane. This is halftime. We'll be back Later. tomorrow. Rudy, thanks for playing. This is yes, halftime sir. on San Antonio Sports Star.